Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, uh, ding-battiest, <laughs> thrill-datiest, uh, misleading, uh, uh, editing-iest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Ever. And if there's anything that I learned is that Tony doesn't like anybody, except he's actually like pretty reasonable and not that bad of a guy. Yeah, just kind of a grounded, you know, guy that sticks to himself. It's it's like every Midwestern dad I've ever met, basically, like blue collar Midwest dad. That's him. It's normal guy. He doesn't like anybody. I'm like, he seems fine. Is it, oh, really we're so think... worried about dad. Oh, dad. What's dad going to say? And he's like, well, I just want to make sure that everything's okay. And you're like, well, that's that's good. It's, it's, everyone should want that. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Tony yet. We're here to talk about Susie and her family because she's the first hometown. And also, like, uh, I think Susie's dad is the best dad to ever dad on the show. <laughs> is that, It was a good, good family impression here. This is This was a nice... A boost for Susie. Not that she needed it because she's clearly a contender, but uh, yeah, it also sets the tone for this episode, which is everything goes well and there's zero conflict. <laughs> everything went fine. All the families were totally fine. Some better than uh, some more fine than others. Everybody mm-hmm. was fine and normal and cool. No red flags, no burials of birds or, you know, no train dads in the Nothing. corner eating mung beans or, you know, dad's bringing out shotguns or anything, you know, none of that shit. So, so yeah, so Susie, so Su- on Susie's date, wait, where were they? Cause I, I actually missed the first few minutes. So I don't know. Virginia. Where, oh yeah. Virginia. Oh yeah. I do remember that. Um, so they're doing jujitsu and there's a thing called shrimping. And she's ah. like, I'm not kidding. It is. It's called shrimp. I can't make this up. Um, hey, Colton, do you like being choked? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Or Clayton, She's not like, Colton. <laughs> Which bachelor are you? <laughs> oh, did you hear the news? Not that I want to give him more attention. Than oh, he no. Deserves. What um, did he Colton, do? Well, Colton is engaged and engaged. What? So who? Yeah. Not me. No, some random. The rumors I, are I, not true. I actually don't know. Hold on. Let me see. Because I, I literally didn't even like open it because I was like, I don't want to give them the view. Um, Jordan C. Brown, whoever that wow. is. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. Jordan C. Brown. He is... looks older. I'm looking does... at a picture of him. Was he Was he on that show or no? Wait. Hmm. Wait, no. What? Oh, he wasn't in... He wasn't in the Netflix show. Okay, Brown is 39 years old. Uh-huh. They're they're taking the next step in their relationship while in California's Big Sur earlier this year. That's when they decided. Uh Yeah, I Hmm. Don't know. I mean, I don't uh, really Brown I... works as a political strategist. Hmm. Oh my gosh, hmm. what if he's like an aide for Mitt Romney? I that's what I'm worried about. I'm like, what what kind of political Let strategist? Play a game called Are You a Log Cabin Republican? That's what I was gonna ask. I was like, is he a log cabin Republican? I just like got really nervous about it. No, he's got a picture of him with Gavin Newsom. So Okay. Mm. All right. So like establishment. Yeah. Which <laughs> of course. So what else could he ask for? Yeah. Uh, you know, Colton's boyfriend here. That's interesting. So I wonder yeah. if this is like his first 
Like, do you, do you think this is his first gay relationship that he's had and he's tying I mean, the knot? One yeah, and done. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, not sure. One can only I, speculate. I, I really try to give him as little, like I said, I try to give him as little attention as possible, but it did just like show up on my phone. Like mm-hmm. I didn't seek it out. My phone was like, you might be interested in this. And I'm like, shut up phone. I'm not interested. Okay, wait, well, tell me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested, but I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, I want to, I'm team Cassie. Okay. I'm team Cassie till the end. Uh, mm. Cause fuck that guy stalking her. What a terrible human. Exactly. Oh, I was well. I just had anxiety about being gay. Weird, because I know a lot of people who are gay and have never like stalked somebody. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, isn't she dating like some country person? Yeah, I think so. She's doing and well. A, and a Wilhelmina model. I mean, I think she traded up. He's really cute. Mm-hmm. Not that I like country music that much, but he's very cute. So good job. Good job, Cassie. Yeah, and it's a, it's um, a good life lesson that you know what, Cassie, you could all you could do better than someone who stalks you. And <laughs> for Colton, the lesson is uh, maybe learn that you, if you're confused about your sexuality, you don't need to express that frustration and confusion through emotionally tormenting someone. So just throwing it out there. Yeah, you could just be normal instead. Anyway, yeah. so uh, be chill. <laughs> yeah, be more chill. That's a good musical. Mm-hmm. Um, so Susie was upset. Uh, oh, she was saying, so like her dad, okay, this is actually something that I didn't get. Cause I feel like they were kind of vague about it unless I missed something. But Susie was saying like her dad's been really sick and she's like worried that he wouldn't be able to walk her down the aisle, but we did get mm-hmm. to see her dad. So he was like well enough to be there, which is good. And he yeah. seems determined like, gosh, darn it. I'm gonna, do- oh, I'm doing it. It's Nothing's going to stop me from doing that. Um, and we meet her dad, her mom, her sister, and her BFF. And uh, I missed a little bit of the emotional, Susie's emotional time with her dad because my TV does this thing where, uh, so I got my TV for free. I should preface by saying I got it for free, so I'm not complaining. Uh, <laughs> but every once in a while, it just goes, and then it shuts off. Ooh, that's fun. And then it turns on and I can't do anything about it. I just have to like let it happen and then it'll like cycle back on. So mm-hmm. that's I so I miss a lot of Susie's emotional conversation because my my TV took a poop. Well, the good thing is if you didn't miss any of the other conversations, it's pretty much the same as everybody they were else. The same ones. Okay, good. That's what I kind of figured. Um, but what I really liked was uh, I did get to see Clayton's uh, time with Susie's dad, and he was so sweet. Honestly, like he like this is like up there with like I don't know, like like Michelle's family was really sweet, you know, like like that caliber. I thought, and he mm-hmm. was just like, "Well, you seem like a really good guy, and you know what? If Susie loves you, we love you." And I thought all that stuff was very cute. Yeah, it's nice. It was wholesome, and every yeah, they, just all these like completely anodyne interactions it was just i, I don't know <laughs> it was, i'm sorry uh, that everybody was nice and didn't suck i I'm know so sorry I just, about it. I, I want i want something anything because I, this is colton in a nutshell right like it's just he's his favorite thing is that people love him and he doesn't he doesn't ask anything of them and in return they ask nothing of him it's just this this blank slate this oatmeal man 
And this is an extension of it because of course he's falling in love with four women because his, his baseline for if I can fall in love with you is loves me and has a pulse. So everything's great, I guess. Whatever. He's like, if you say you love me, oh my God, this is going to be the best. Can we do smoochies now? That's like yes. all he wants. He just wants the smoochies. Susie, Susie, what are you doing? What are you doing, Susie? God, what are you doing? <laughs> All that shit. Uh, <laughs> that was a pretty good Clayton impression. Well done. Um, so I don't know. The only the only thing was like mom was like, hey, uh, you know, proceed with caution. But really, mm-hmm. she was just doing the Casey. I want to guard and protect your heart. You know, yeah. it's like totally yeah. classic, classic bachelor. We love it. Um, I don't feel like the best friend or sister got any airtime. Did I miss it? I don't feel like they did. No. OK. All right. I missed nothing. Um, Okay, so let's go to Gabby, because whatever. Uh, So Gabby, this is going to be a short episode, I think. Um, Gabby was a Denver Broncos cheerleader for five years. Yeah, which I did not know. That's interesting. I just have been so focused on the, like, sit on my face shit that I just had no idea. (laughs) And, okay, and again, again, we run into this thing where where Clayton's like, well, She's the funniest person on planet Earth. And they don't she said that. <laughs> I was He's like, what like, are you talking about? I don't get any of that. Like, you know what? I, I, I get the appeal because she seems very nice, very sweet. Yes. And, and she seems just a little goofy by bachelor standards. But yes. by bachelor standards, that means you are the, literally the least quirky, goofy person I know. So if she is as quirky and goofy and funny as we are being sold in on, they're certainly not showing it in their edit of her. Like none of that is being conveyed. I think about, yeah. Like I think about some of the funniest people to have ever graced the show, right? Ashley S is way up there for me thinking Mm -hmm. that there's an onion growing on a tree. She was like unintentionally funny. I don't know. Maybe she did that shit on purpose, whatever it was, it was working. It was so funny to me. She was just like, isn't that an onion? That's an onion. (laughs) And just running to do it. And even like, um, uh, Ashley, Ashley H the, you know, dental hygienist who just got Mm -hmm. divorced. Uh, she, I thought she was really funny. Like, and I thought you actually got to see her be funny, which I enjoyed. Um, like, uh, I think, you know, in their own ways, like Demi, Demi's funny, Corinne's funny. Um, oh my God. I had another one that I like, oh, Alexis like was mm-hmm. funny. And, and I feel like you got to see that and appreciate their, whatever their brand of funny was. Yeah. Like, they're quirkiness. Was, like, yeah, totally. And like, and even Katie, we got to see Katie be fun and funny. You know, and mm-hmm. Caitlin, I feel like Caitlin was really good. Like, I can think of plenty of contestants and bachelorettes who were funny and interesting, and we got to enjoy that. So I, like, really don't get why they just, they just have her telling the same joke over and over. It's not funny yeah, anymore. I don't doubt that she is, like, quirky right. and goofy and fun to yeah, be around yeah. and laugh with, because everybody says it, including her grandpa, who's like, Silly she's grandpa. A she's a she's a lovable little dingbat. <laughs> oh my dingbat. Yeah. If grandpa's calling you a dingbat, I bet you're fun. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. I just I'm not seeing it. It's just so weird, isn't it? I don't know. I'm like so baffled by the whole thing. Anyway. Yeah. So I've that that just makes me tired. And um 
But yeah, her family seems very sweet. I really liked her family. And mm-hmm. her grandpa's a little bit like, after a while, I would be like, okay, can we just have a serious conversation? Because I can't keep dealing with this. Oh, well, you know, you're, you don't fuck yourself. And I love you anyway. You know, like that kind of yeah. like attitude makes me tired. <laughs> um, But he seems to, you know, you know, be really protective of her and you know, love her a lot and care a lot. And, uh, oh, also their earlier date was like an outdoor date. Um, mm-hmm. there wasn't really much to it outside of, uh, some rocks, some trees, a hot tub. Yeah. Usual. He's like, I'm outdoorsy and like, I drink at pantyhouse, you know, kind of jokes. Um, <laughs> a lovable dingbat. So, okay. And this was the other thing. Okay. I wrote down all of grandpa's, uh, like cutting one liners. Um, he also said, <laughs> Anyone who would be excited about you has to be full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, Grandpa, <laughs> like, just go for the jugular. Um, and then he goes, if it's if uh, if it's not if you're not in it for life, I'll be really pissed. I'll come back and haunt you. <laughs> and she goes, I hope you do that either way, <laughs> which I actually thought was a really uh, sweet response. And then yeah. uh, and her dad couldn't be there because of his girlfriend or something. I don't know if she was like, um, I mean, something with like, or something. I thought her dad was sick or like, what is going on? And then this I dad thing that happens, like the girlfriend, like, cause they said something about, they said something about, about, uh, his girlfriend. Okay. Anyway, what, did, okay. what do you think? I, I need help with this. Why, okay. why does dad do like the, the, love actually thing with the, yeah. with the signs and yeah. why why can't he just yell at her from far away or what oh, what is happening made, i think they made him do the love actually thing i also wrote that it was a love actually moment <laughs> is it um, kind of weird like I, well maybe he has laryngitis maybe i mean that was the problem for other people on this rachel episode, had but- laryngitis yeah but isn't this like supposed to be like a touching romantic moment in love actually? So why would you recreate that with a father daughter relationship? I, I don't know. I just like, don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's holding a boom box outside of her house. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. some Peter Gabriel playing while he does this. Yeah. I, I just, I did not enjoy this. I, it's another thing where sometimes things happen on this show and I just get deeply confused uh, it was like that. Remember that barbecue moment that we were talking about uh, a while back, where yes, they just yes. like stumbled across a barbecue, and it's like this is another thing. Where it's like, why the fuck is this happening like this? I don't understand. Well, let's Somebody Google did- it. Uh, let's see if there's anything. Let's see if there's anything about this. Yeah, Gabby's dad, The Bachelor, explained. Wait, her mom wasn't there either. I thought her mom was there. Oh, I guess that was her sister, right? Okay. Yeah, so I guess her mom wasn't there. Oh, it was her aunt. Aunt oh, Julie, aunt. Uncle Rich, and her cousins attended, but fans want to know where her par- parents were. Um, Dude, the best moment, I think, with her aunt was... Uh, oh, no, I think that this must have been with Rachel, but there was a good, there was a good penis joke in this episode, which I enjoyed, but I'm, I think it was actually with Rachel. Oh, so this is what it was. Did did they cover this? I don't remember them covering this. 
Okay, this is like on realitytitbit.com. So it's may not be the most yeah. accurate uh, information, uh, but they say, especially <laughs> titbit. <laughs> tit, as not tidbit, tit, tit like booby, <laughs> like a boob. I don't get it. Anyway, so keep this with a grain of salt. This says that Gabby explained that her dad wouldn't be present because he was looking after his partner who had been diagnosed with COVID. Oh, remember I well, said this is something about the girlfriend. Okay, yeah. okay. So he couldn't be around. But then why does he have to hold up signs like maybe a weirdo? They were like, like, maybe they were like, if you yell, people are going to think you're pushing more air this way. So we're just not going to risk it. We're just going to have you hold up signs. Give the man a megaphone. This is. Yeah, or, or did they know. think it would be like fun and cutesy? And I think they I thought it would be fun and cutesy, but here we are complaining about it. Yeah, that's what I do. It's creepy. Oh, Come on. Oh, There's yeah. nothing else for me to sink my teeth into on this episode. And Everything course, else is so wholesome. Of course, she, her mom wasn't there. I didn't even fucking think about this because of all the stuff she's talked about with her mom, they're not close. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. That makes sense. Sure. Um. So it's, yeah. So she didn't feel the need to invite her to the introduction. She didn't invite her. Um. Oh, so let me read this. This helps a little bit. This is Gabby's post from, from the Instagram. And there's a very cute picture of her grandpa on there. Her grandpa is like the best. Um. I'll come back and haunt you. He had a good sweater too. Anyway. Um, so she said, I feel so lucky to have been able to relive one of the best nights of my life for a second time tonight. My family may be an atypical one and we may look different from others, but I'm so grateful for how perfectly to me we are uh, stitched together and I wouldn't have it any other way. They dropped everything to make this night so incredibly special. And I also loved being able to talk about my grandma. There's not a day that goes by where I don't feel her presence. I swear she was in the ventilation system in my hotel room in Vienna. If you think my grandpa is entertaining, imagine the woman he was married to for so many years. But I'll never recover from my dad showing up for me like he did. He's the most important person in my life and has never missed an important event, dance lesson, performance, etc. And hometowns were no different. I want to share every big event with him. So when I realized that it was him honking outside, my heart and I swelled to a gravity shifting size. All this emotion was multiplied by feelings of new love, which you know is rare and exciting in itself. That night was one which you wish you could just bottle up and keep forever. And thanks to Bachelor ABC, I get to. It's a very good message. Hmm. Okay. What, you didn't like it? No, it's fine. It's fine. I just, what did I, you I think was, about it? It was good. It was fine. I just, I, like I said, I, I'm just, I'm looking for drama. I'm looking for, I'm looking for juiciness here. I like this really nice so you're like hmm, okay it's fine it's fine okay it is fine nice. every you know what you know what else is nice of this episode everything everything's nice everything's fine oh my god you just can't Maybe, be happy with nice well, I, I no i at this point no i i need shanae to like parachute in <laughs> oh my god I'm, I'm just we're, like we're i just hope everyone week. i'm like marge you know i'm like i just hope everyone has fun <laughs> yeah which okay sure but also, it's reality TV, and in my, generally speaking, like, bland day-to-day -day existence, I need silly things where people fight over petty things that don't matter, and I need, I need weird parents. I need, I need Dean to crash the party here uh, with, with Gabby's parents. With more advice, yeah. Well, he'd be like, you know, you know, Gabby, you know, it'd be really great uh, if you got a van. I just think maybe your life would be yeah. better if you got a van. Um, yeah, unfortunately this date also, <laughs> well, I feel like that kind of Instagram post though. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Do you think it, uh, that's, that was pretty flowery. Yeah. I feel like if you, if you didn't, if, 
if things went poorly for you, would you write something that flowery? Mm. Dunno, dunno. Something to think about. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, it's weird because I'm rooting for her so much more than I like thought I would. You know, I just really am enjoying her. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would love to see her be funnier. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm really like dying for that, honestly. Um. Yeah, and apparently it looks like she did. I don't. Oh, that was her. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at an Instagram photo when she was like a, a cheerleader, um, and it's like, it's like her smiling with her dad. Oh, she must have been at like a signing event. I think it's a signing event for like a calendar or something. Oh. So there's like a picture of her, like you know, like Sports Illustrated up in a bikini, like behind her with her dad. Just kind of. Um, it's just interesting because I I didn't know that about it's like a different side of her. It's interesting. I wonder what it else she does. Yeah. I want to know more about her, and I'm annoyed that we like. Well, really we don't know anything about these people. Very much about. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what it is. Do you feel like we know less about the contestants this season than we have in seasons past? I kind of feel like that. Yes, totally, okay. totally, totally. Like I don't. I I can. I could not tell you a thing about this. Like I I know. I don't know. There's a, I, a woman who flies a plane and wants to be able to fly planes. A woman who likes to travel and wants to travel. Gabby's funny. <laughs> this is what I know. Serene. I know nothing. Serene smush bugs on her face. Smush bugs on her face. There you go. And That's she's it. a teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, she misses her cousin. And she, does. Um, she has a nice family, too. Uh, they all have a nice family. Um, I feel like this is a good time to mention uh, the new show that I just watched a trailer for today uh, that I didn't know about until today. Uh, and that's called The Courtship. Have you heard about this show? I have not. Okay. So I know we, we talked maybe off podcast. Maybe this is spoiling something. We talked about potentially watching... I'll say a certain sh- another dating show. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is another one that I'm Ooh. I'm thinking about. It's called The Courtship, and it's about a woman who gets like like courted, like Bridgerton. Oh, yeah, and like like there's one one of my favorite things about the preview is like this guy comes up to her and she's like, "I'm sorry, I can't accept a dance from you right now." <laughs> I just can't. (laughs) And I was like, oh. And she's like, because I know that you're not here for me. And then it was like a cut of all the men going, you know. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it's 16 men. 16 men from all over the world Mm. who buy to win the heart of their leading lady, Nicole Remy. And it it looks good. They're all dressed in period costumes. It's very Bridgerton. It's very... It's very diverse. The lead is a black woman. And a lot of the comments on YouTube are like positive. Like there's a lot of people on YouTube who are like, cool. Cause like the bachelor's not getting it right. So let's <laughs> try something else. And I was Might like, as well, right? Oh, like this is exciting. So it was funny. Cause one of my friends sent it to me, I think thinking I was going to be like, ah, no, I'm not doing that. And I was like, mm, I think I got to check that out. <laughs> I think I got to check out the courtship. Uh, oh, yeah. it, first of all, like it's going to be like, everybody's going to be all dressed up and you're in like a freaking castle and like, <laughs> and, and it's like, I mean, you know, 
a lot of the women on The Bachelor dress really well. And like when, you know, like The Bachelorette is always like dressed to the nines and stuff. Um, but I mean, she's going to get to be in like princess dresses like the whole time. And that's cool. I like princess I mean, that's dresses. the dream, right? I think so. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think this is really interesting, this, this courtship idea. So anyway, just put that in your back pocket. A lot of Bridgerton fans are very excited because they're like, it's like Bridgerton, but in real life. Um, (laughs) So uh, do with that what you will. Okay. Anyway, uh, see, I'm filling the time. Uh, So we get to Serene's stage. Oh, I will say the Love Actually moment. Like this also endeared me to Gabby because she was just like sobbing. Oh, yeah. She's really uh, into love, actually. I was really just sweet. like, oh, it's weird. But she seemed fine with it. So it's her dad. Whatever. Well, she she cares a lot. And, and it does. was really important to her. It was very nice. Anyway. um, So uh, Serene gets the thrill date uh, kind of late in the game, I feel like. Oh, yeah. They do a thrill date. Um, But maybe that was like a last ditch effort. Like, OK, let's see if... Uh, Let's see if there's anything here before we, before, before she gets the chop. Before she gets the boot. Yeah. Let's try to, to force some more chemistry through a thrill date. So they go across this like rickety bridge and then they like jump off of something. I would do all that stuff. It looked fun. I like that. I was into it. I would totally do that. Clay, if you want to take me on a date, I'm interested in these things. Yeah. I'll scream. I'll, I'll scream less than you though. Just you, you <laughs> scream a lot. Uh, yeah. And Serene was Serene, oddly enough. Mm, yes. Living up to her namesake. She was pretty composed. Like she was really like, yeah, I got this. Which was cool. Um, so we get we get to meet her family again. A nice family. Brothers a little like you know, a little reserved, a little protective as brothers tend to be on the show. Um, But he had said that like the fact that she had shared, you know, some like information about like their family and loss and stuff felt really huge to him. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. she must really trust you or the producers like really laid it on thick and we're like, you better talk about that. Um, And, you know, he's like, be careful. It's really fragile. He was really sweet. I don't know. I thought her brother was really sweet. Yeah, he was nice. He was nice. I mean, this was a good interaction. Maybe the weakest of the the hometowns, but none of them really stood out. Like they were all no. pretty interchangeable in terms of you know uh, what they conveyed. And this is you. You would think that going into this, Serene's got a little bit of an advantage because obviously this goes well. She she's says the I love you and she gets the thrill date. So that's got to boost your stock up a little bit. You would assume. You one would (laughs) assume. One One would assume. assume. Yeah. It seemed like everything was good. Like the date, the date went well, the family stuff went well, you know? Yeah. The, the brother was, you know, protective, but sweet, you know, a lot of like, I love you. Be careful kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty cookie cutter. I don't know. There wasn't anything that really stood out. I feel like this was the date that stood out the least. Mm-hmm. 
So that tells you something. Uh, and then when we get to Rachel's, my note says, which hometown is actually going to go bad? We're almost through them and it's 8.15. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? We have 45 minutes left. What's going to happen? It's going to take 45 freaking minutes, you know? And they're like, well, first of all, you're going to deal with some insects and maybe some gators. And then here's like a kissing tree. And she's like, it's tradition. He's like, oh, it is. And I'm like, is that real or is that not real? I don't know. I is personally have never experienced a smoochy tree. Kissing tree real. <laughs> Things normal people Google. <laughs> oh, you should you should freaking see my Googling. It is weird. <laughs> so weird. Because like one minute I'm looking up like terms for like pathophysiology and the next I'm looking up reality TV stuff. It's like all over the place. Um, there's a place called the kissing tree, which is an active adult community in San Marcos, Texas. Uh Oh, <laughs> uh, Oh my God. So sounds like naked old people to me. Oh my God. Every day feels like a Saturday and every night feels like a Friday. What? So wait, every wow. day you, you feel hung over. I don't, Every day feels like a Saturday and every night feels like a Friday. We go back in time. Um, <laughs> what? The primary occupant of the home is required to be 55 years or older. Kissing tree. I mean, I'm just a suit. I'm just like picturing a lot of things that are maybe not. They have an HOA and stuff. Probably not as sexy as mm. I'm thinking. Not as sexy uh, as we were hoping. Um, all right. So I'm just looking to see if I can find more information on this kissing tree. Um, so Claremont, Claremont, Florida, kissing tree. She's like, it's tradition. And I'm like, is that real? Like, is I want that a Wikipedia real? entry or it's bullshit. Well, I bet someone went in and did that the other day. Oh, yeah, there's a kissing tree. Um, the, the local news, uh, just so you know. The Frank Torres report. <laughs> oh. uh, Claremont gets the national spotlight during hometowns. Um, they talk about the kissing tree. Oh, yeah. Uh, have... It's called the love tree, I believe. Is that what it's called? Well, there's one in St. Augustine called the love tree. But is it but... on the river? It's not on the river. No, this is. That's this just is like bullshit. out in the open and there's not a little sign on it. That's not the kissing tree. No, this is absolute horseshit. Yeah, she's like, it's tradition. And I was like, I hate this. This is as horseshit as Rachel's voice is horse. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Vulture picked up on this, too. Okay, hold on. Because you were saying, like, he's like any Midwestern dad. And I was like, why does he have a Chicago accent? Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read. I'm going to read uh, this Vulture uh, recap really quickly it's finally time for the hometown date that really matters this is clearly the relationship that matters the most to clayton and rachel is ready to be all in she's also losing her voice so her sexy baby whisper whispers are because of a medical issue not because she's too horny to speak at full volume <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't expect that sentence. Rachel and Clayton are too horny to function, but that's normal. The main storyline of Rachel's hometown visit is that she has a very intense Italian dad who's very scary and hates everyone except his own family. Everyone keeps looking Clayton in the eyes and saying, her dad, Kenan, will kill you. There's a reason a big Italian man with what sounds like a Chicago accent lives in Claremont, Florida, and due to an agreement with the FBI, we can't talk about it. <laughs> uh, when Rachel and Clayton enter Rachel's house, her mom jumps up and screams while her dad doesn't make eye contact with anyone. Rachel's dad keeps whispering, I'm scared and I'm nervous to Rachel's mom. I don't think her dad is angry or scary. I just think he's a guy with anxiety who doesn't like meeting new people. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. He's, he's a Midwest dad. He's, he's like a totally like, normal guy. I'm just a dad and I'm quiet and I don't fucking want to deal with people. Like that's most dads in the Midwest. Okay. Like, it's, this is this is normal behavior. It's really like, yeah. He didn't say like anything weird, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he said her dad says if here her dad asks if Clayton would be willing to move to Europe so Rachel can pursue the dream she's had since eighth grade. I'm impressed that a father remembered a detail about his daughter that's more than five years old. <laughs> he also asked Clayton what he's doing to not hurt Rachel. That's a great and sensitive question. He's not being a patriarchal meanie. He's asking a question about Rachel's emotional well-being and if Clayton has thought about Rachel as a person at all. Clayton says he can see himself getting down on one knee with Rachel and proposing so it's Rachel's to lose. Cool. Rachel's dad says he won't give his blessing but he will give Clayton a nonverbal signal if Rachel's into it. It was like totally fine. Like it was, yeah, it was totally great. He was really nice. I was expecting this like totally horrible thing to happen. Um, But Allie Barthwell of Vulture nailed it. Like, yeah, like it just seemed like he had anxiety Mm -hmm. or was just kind of like nervous about being on TV or just like doesn't really like talking to new people, Um, which like. That just makes it relatable. Yeah, I don't like talking to new people either. Like, I don't like, ugh. I hate it, like, when I go to a party and it's like I know one person there. I'm like, ugh. And then if they're talking to somebody else that they know, then I'm like, there better be a dog here. Because otherwise Mm -hmm. I'm fucking, or lots of food. Oh, it's even worse when I have to go to, like, work events. It's just like, hi, I'm so-and-so, a sales manager from a place you don't ever want to be in. And you're like, great. Why are you talking to me? Or networking events where someone's just like, hi, I'm a student at blah, blah, blah university and I'm trying to learn how to blah, blah. I'm like, I, I don't talk to me, please, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I just like had a flashback to this like young professionals like networking event that I went to. And it wasn't for me. It was like I went to support a room full of introverts who didn't want to go. And I was like, <laughs> I will. And I'm an introvert, too, but not to that i'm outgoing so i can handle it you know Mm -hmm. um and i was like we have to go to this you have to meet new people because that's how you're going to build your business accountants introverted accountants you have to do this so i'm like we gotta go gotta get out of your comfort zone we're gonna go have this lunch at this company and we're gonna meet other young professionals it's gonna be great what did we end up doing we all sat together (laughs) <laughs> we all sat together and ate lunch. And I was like, well, this, this is- really defeats the purpose of the networking event. Sounds like what I would try to do. I, so, <laughs> I went to a conference and I don't, I don't know if I've told you this story before, but I, I went to a conference and it was just like a, a marketing, social media, whatever conference. And I thought because it was like marketing and social media people, I could dress like me, which is yes. jeans, hoodie, t-shirt, right? 
Yeah. Uh, but there was like everybody there, like all the ladies looked nice and they had fancy shoes and all the guys were wearing like sport coats. And I was just like, fuck, I didn't, I don't have any of that. So after each day at the conference at like 4 PM or whatever, there was a, like a little happy hour networking event where for 90 minutes you could drink as much free wine, beer and, and liquor as you wanted. And it was a networking event. So I stayed because I had my people from work that I wanted to interact with. And I, I love free alcohol a lot. So <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm drinking. And then from across the room, cause I'm wearing a hooded sweatshirt from a local Milwaukee bar called the Newport. And from across the room, I hear a guy yell the Newport. Oh yeah. You told me about this. Yeah. yeah. And he like walks over and then, and then there's this whole thing and I'm like, Oh God. And, and he's talking to me and I don't want to talk to him. Cause that's what I'm trying to avoid. And then because these people are vultures, <laughs> they see a group of people around me. And then they think that I'm important and I'm not, I'm just wearing a sweatshirt. It was, it was horrible. I've, I've never, I, I just like, I, I never want to network again. I'm done. I'm going to, I'm going to crawl into a cave. Oh my God. <laughs> so I, that's what we think of networking. And, and that's why I support the, the quiet Italian father. Yeah. I just totally get him. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to tell people, you know, two truths and a lie either today. No, I'm not, no, unless not I'm facilitating it. I don't want to. Exactly. <laughs> if not I interest. don't have to do it, like, and I'm just making other people do it. That's what I like. Don't make me do it. <laughs> make me be the team builder. You'll get much better results than putting me in the team. Just trust me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, this was like, this whole date was kind of just odd. Cause like mom was like, ah, ha, ha, he hates everybody. You know, and everyone's like, yeah, well, you know, don't go looking under our house too hard, you know, Aha, you know, and then he was just like, well, I just want to make sure that you're happy. And, you know, I just worry about you. And uh, I hated his shirt. That's the only thing that I would say about him is I just thought his shirt was hideous. But like, I, I thought everything else about him was fine. Yeah. <laughs> his shirt kind of reminded me of my calculus teacher and he kind of looked like my calculus teacher too. So, <laughs> and I liked my calculus teacher a lot. So no, no complaints uh, except for the shirt. I just don't like, I don't like those golfing shirts with like the big, big color step steps, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Not a good look. Like those yeah. stepped gradations. Like I, I'm not into it. <laughs> um, but, but you know what? You put yourself out there and you went on TV. So don't listen to me, Tony. Okay. You're doing just fine. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, there's a lot of like, don't get your heart broken. Don't get played. Uh, he's a tough guy. Um, hey, listen, I'm not going to express actual emotion via words, but if I think you're good enough for my daughter, I'm going to gently touch your arm when I shake your hand when you leave. I know that, that if I don't I touch it. your arm, I will drown you like a rat. <laughs> did he touch his arm? <laughs> I missed it. Yes, he did. He did. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. All, all was saved. Um. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I do think it's like Rachel's game to lose mm -hmm. for yeah, sure she seems, she seems like she's got to put it in your terms <laughs> yeah I, and i don't know like i i still don't see how gabby can really differentiate herself enough other than she's she like, she's not what he wants i don't think ultimately 
not that she challenges him, but like he doesn't need someone quirky. He needs the, like the simplest thing he can possibly have. He also clearly has a thing for blonde women. So it really is at this point, it's, it's a Susie Rachel game. And yeah, we'll, we'll see who gets the least mad at him in the coming weeks. <laughs> I'm just, there's going to be so much crying on steps going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot step of, crying. A lot of crying on steps. Um, <laughs> so, so those, that's kind of like where I'm at. I, th- I think it'll be Rachel at the end of all this. I mean, I kind of thought it was Rachel kind of all along, but it's really shaping up to be that way. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. We'll see if anything dramatic happens. Although if you've noticed for the first time in a long time, they haven't said anything like the most dramatic season yet. Yeah, because it's not. It's like the least dramatic season. They're like, we can't say that. We we can't listen. Every time, every other time, we've been able to find some kind of angle. You know, like no angles. Katie had some drama. You know, Michelle had some drama, but there's no there's no drama to be your, found. Your here. bachelor is a boring, simple man that I cannot get invested in, yeah. and you had two villainous wackadoos who were promptly eliminated. So I have nothing. I have nothing left. <laughs> what is there yeah. for me to cling to? There's just not other a lot. than this, this Clayton like self implosion, because again, simple man. So he falls in love with all four women because he has no bar for that. So then he he's says like, he's I guess broken, I'll have to stick my know? wiener in all of them. <laughs> That's the solution. He's like, I'm so broken. And then his dad's mm-hmm. like, yeah, screw the poach. Um, so we know that those things happen. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a. And I, I also really don't know. hope they pick someone more interesting coming up. We, like, we talked days. about this a little bit last week, but I think the problem he runs into is not that he sleeps with everyone on Fantasy Suites, because at this point, that's kind of expected in the coquettish world of The Bachelor. I think he probably drops an I love you to all three women, too. And then you got a problem. Well, he said that. He said that. I mean, he, he admitted that. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that one. Uh, Like, well, you know, and they're like, oh, because because that's that. It's that was something I wanted to bring uh, up. And I'm glad I remember. It's that really razor thin difference that exists on The Bachelor and like literally not in real life (laughs) between falling in love and in love. Yep. Which again, it only exists on The Bachelor. And there's also like beginning to think that you might be able to. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like, what, (laughs) what's the problem here? Maybe, maybe he just, he just naturally just loves more than one person he has to be in love. Maybe he's a poly king and we're just not giving him the respect he deserves. I don't think yeah. so, though. I think he's really just a doofus and he didn't follow the Bachelor rules. So now everyone's mad because, as you said, he cre- he he did the horrible transgression of violating the razor-thin margin of saying, I am following falling in love and I am in love. So there we are. Yeah, bad. Bad move. Bad job. So, oh my God. I, I just can't wait to see all the crying, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Living it's for gonna it. Be, it's gonna Not be enough so tears fun. on this season. Yeah, we need we need crying from everybody. We should probably mention from too, all. He does cut Serene here at the end, <laughs> if it yes. wasn't abundantly clear. And it's great too because how how can Clayton out Clayton Clayton? 
And the answer is when he walks her out and she was like, you said you couldn't find anything wrong with me and everything was great and you never expressed any concerns. What could I have done? He's just like, well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, nice talk. Like, yeah. Okay. Good good effort, champ. (laughs) Just a little pat on the back. Get out of here. It's great. It's it's so wonderful. <laughs> oh, but here yeah. we are. Next week, we're going to get the tears, the crying, the stares. It's two nights. Here, it's a Monday, Tuesday. Yep. And and I'm gone. I'm gone. Oh, my God. What, what are we going to do? do? What are this we going to do? Like, this is what? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's truly going to be the most dramatic episode of Rose Played Special ever. Because I won't be available. Oh, I'm going to have to really pull some rabbits out of hats next week. We'll it's see true. what happens. And, and this, Tune is, in. this is the life that I live. Yeah, because my job is is convinced that they must give me COVID at all costs. So they're they're trying their best. And uh, only the listeners are suffering, really, at the end of the day. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm glad that the weeks that you're not here, you consider to be suffering. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, you can only listen to Sammy and maybe like Tuck. Oh, what a painful existence for you. Oh my God. No, I actually, I love, like, I don't, I don't like listening to my own voice, but I love (laughs) listening to the episodes without me. And I'm like, oh my God, this show's so good when I'm not on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look forward to that next week. Um, I'm going to have to like really do some hardcore bribery to get him Mm. to watch a two night special. I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. So if anyone has any ideas. I get him to agree first. Uh, Get him to agree first and then drop the it's two nights on him later. By the way, it's a two night. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna have to like probably like buy some food, make some, but there's some new things I've been making that are like his favorite now. So I'll, I'll just make those, you know, like yeah, let's do stuff like that. It'll be good. Um, all right, great. Well, until until then, however that works, um have a good, safe week. Uh, if you are observing uh, Lent, uh, e- eat fish and be good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope you had a really good donut earlier and take care of yourself and others. I don't do needle drugs. Come on. On a very special Ash Wednesday episode of Rose Plate Special. Italian father living in 